Devi Grant. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, as we, as I said, you today is the first day and first episode of this Content Makers podcast. I'm your host Sonarsha and uh, welcoming you for the podcast. So happy, extremely happy for you to have uh, in our podcast session. So I'm also thinking that you are, will be also glad to you know have a conversation with us. Yeah, thank you for having me on your podcast. Yeah, thank you, Vikrant. So, uh, Vikrant, uh, like uh, um, as I'd seen through your profiles and all, uh, like um, uh, I'd seen that you are, you know, the top one percent ranked paper content blogger mm-hmm. and uh, article writer. So, what makes you the first top one percent content writer? So, my journey with paper content started like around three years back. So, it's been almost now. So, uh, I joined in twenty twenty. So I have been working with them consistently for the last three to four years, and uh, over the years I have made good contact, good relations over there. And this is and also like with any professional work, it's about how you, it's your quality, what kind of work you deliver. So yeah, I've been consistently delivering high quality work for you know some of the top client that Pepper has, and that's what has made me the top one percent creator at Pepper. That's a great of you. So you know, for the audience also, it's you know great to know about the paper content has such a kind of a people that you know they are serving a very good in their niches. So uh, like uh, just you know before starting the actual podcast, I would like to you know uh, invite you to give a brief introductions about your uh, own uh, professional experience as well as education experience and whatever the journey you have traveled, uh, whether it's industrial experience or whether there's a content writer journey. Yeah, please. Yeah, so I completed my engineering, civil engineering from University of Mumbai way back in 2013. And like every other middle class family, my parents also wanted me to join a government job. So I prepared for MPSC, UPSC and other SSC and other competitive exams. But unfortunately, I couldn't make it anywhere. And so after a struggle of around three, four years, I finally joined as a civil engineer. So I worked as a civil engineer, but I soon figured out figured it out that it's not for me. I can't be that guy, you know, standing all day long in the summers, winters, and you know, just working on site. So I figured, no, this is not for me. And so I was looking for other things which I can pursue as my profession. And that's where I stumbled upon content writing. Like I had a brief idea, like what blogging is, like. At that time, only blogging was there. So yes. what blogs are? But I didn't know that you know you can be a professional content writer as a yes. blogger. So I applied like just out of nowhere. Okay, let's see what this is. And so I started my journey as a full-time employee with a digital marketing agency based in Mumbai. So I worked there for around two years, and then you know I was happy with the job and everything. But you know then COVID happened, yes. and with COVID, you know. it was like remote work and like uh, everything so i started exploring freelancing because i had uh, time at my hand and slowly yeah. i started to get more and more clients like that's where pepper and other freelancing started for me and so i started there and it took off so as finally you know resigned from my job and now it's been 3 3 years i've been a full time freelancer content writer oh, that sounds very interesting very interesting so you know uh, like very few people had that privilege or i can say that you know options available that they can switch over their job and totally shut down it uh, you know that part yeah. of the life and they can start their own freelancing journey very soon yeah it is also very soon 
yeah. yeah. Because nowadays, uh, whatever the creators we are seeing and we are observing, they all are having you know experience of twenty uh, five years, thirty years, yeah, and yeah. they they are you know changing their careers. Yeah. So like yeah. COVID, there was like you know silver lining period. Like you know the gig economy like boomed after COVID. So you know mo- with remote work, uh, companies started to look for freelancers, contractors. Yeah. Uh, so you know full time employees like it's still there but now gig economy is also rising if you look at the stats like in india or globally so yeah i think this is the future yes great great yes Th- thank you so much for like uh, now you have provided your intro just giving my brief also uh, like uh, myself as you know sonal shah and uh, uh, as i said you not only few creators i am also one of that creators who had you know started uh, my career in somewhere around 2005 then i work for a industry that is actual manufacturing industry for 4 to 4 and a half year then i moved to this uh, consulting field that is a product and process development there i worked for uh, some around 13 to 14 years and uh, then after having the kids and you know family responsibility nice. i tried to be at home and especially when the corona came we do not have any options and being a nice. female also we have to you know sit back at home for at least for the kids and the parents so that makes me you know like uh, do not sit idle and just do something and there i started my podcast journey and uh, initially i started the podcast for the kids and family storytelling as you know i'm sitting at yeah. home and doing this for my own kids so yeah. then my kids encourage me why mom you are saying only us to only because our school friends are also asking to us to you know have a, this kind of a story so why don't you tell them to So okay. this is how the podcast uh, things came in line, and I started my family storytelling podcast also, and that went very huge. And uh, within that also, I got certain opportunities for a voiceover, for a translations, for a contents, and then okay. you know slowly, slowly with each and every new projects comes. I was also yeah. learning, and uh, the people are also giving us the opportunity to learn. So that is about myself. So Vikrant, uh, in what are the niches or domain you are working? So as a ghost writer, mostly write for you know uh, tech uh, blogs, technical blogs, technology blogs. But uh, like as a ghost writer, you have to be you know skilled in every niche. So whatever comes your way, you have to write on that. So I write on almost everything you can imagine: uh, home interior, gardening, files, uh, oh. everything, everything. Okay. Travel, okay. Fashion, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, how do you find the contents from researching only, or do you use any kind of a specific resource? Like many of the people are, you know, reading books. Many of are listening podcasts. Many of are, you know, um, finding some other resources. So, how do you find, you know, contents from the different uh, domains for the? So it's all about having knowledge about the field. So yeah, you know, yeah, like you said, read extensively, watch podcasts, listen to audio books, or whatever. Yeah. Like you know, just expand your knowledge into everything. Like if someone asks. you about the latest iphone or if someone says what kind of yes. color do i need to give my home so you need to have that knowledge as a is so you know content writing is not just about researching it's about ha- uh, inputting your own knowledge into it exactly uh, yes. so you need to have knowledge like so yeah just read uh, acquire knowledge from wherever you can yes that's a good uh, you know exactly technology that you have to pursue for being a content writer yeah. right right and uh, do you use any uh, tools like uh, nowadays people are commonly using chat gpt forget chat gpt okay. uh, but uh, tools like uh, grammarly quill bolt or uh, like the tools which can you know enhance your uh, article uh, craftsmanship 
yeah so yeah one one of the tools is grammarly like when i used to work as a full time employee so grammarly was the first tools that i was introduced to and yeah it has been a, it is a great tool to improve your writing yes. but nowadays there are many you know ai tools that can significantly improve your writing like you can just need to give the right prompts so say like change the tone to sound more professional or change the tone to a semi casual tone so yeah depending on what type of article you want there are so many tools available you know in fact ai has made the work easy for content easy writer yes. yeah yes but uh, you know one uh, thing i am uh, always scared of uh, that you can also like uh, with your expertise make it very clear for me i am damn sure uh, that um, like you have written a one article right that is a uh, 100% you have checked and proofread and done everything now you give it to your customer for a you know final review and final approval if they say there are some grammar mistakes or uh, there are certain you know uh, rewriting kind of a things as such the content is 100% okay there is no any need to change or need to update the rephrasing also but certain grammar change so um, can you use ai tool for that so for minor grammar changes i think grammarly is the best tool currently in the market so mm-hmm. i use grammarly like a grammarly premium account is the best thing you can have so you know the free tool has certain limitations but the premium tool like it shows all the mistakes uh, grammatical uh, say say like punctuation errors or uh, wordiness in the sentences and everything and now with the even grammarly has some ai features which can help yes. improve everything so i'll suggest you know to buy a grammarly premium account it really makes a difference okay because what happens is in a one of our customer the things happens was Uh, the article is fully written by human we have checked we have copyleak testing you know all the testings and the screenshots are also yeah. been shared with the customers now for the last minute changes he has asked for some minor corrections and all the team member has done some corrections with the ai you know that he has pasted yeah. all content on the ai and then again resubmitted now the customer has rejected that you know your uh, blog has been written by ai so Yeah. yeah so uh, most of the ai detection tools i think you know uh, they are not accurate enough to detect you know yeah. human writing and ai writing to a, like you know Correct. full it's not full proof so you know uh, it happens in my cases also that you know some of the articles that i write like certain sections are detected as you know written by ai and exactly. yeah so it's hard to convince the client oh, no that you know it is written by me yeah but certain words you know they are written by human in the same way like and produced in the same way by the ai tool also so you know it detects it as ai but yeah so like it's not full proof so yeah it's a hard time to you know explain <laughs> i know it's written by human yeah because you know the team has worked hard and so much efforts have yeah. been done from last 3 days and he was literally uh, very uh, that way appreciable doing a job but uh, with the you know remarks from the client he was so disappointed that you know ma'am it is written by me and it's totally human and yeah. i can agree but true manage and convince the customer that is a very difficult yeah, so there are tools that are available to remove ai detection like it just rephrases the sentences to make it more human but in then i think you know whether it's written by ai or whether it's written by human as long as a content delivers quality delivers information Uh, you know it talks about the things that you want the article to talk about i don't think there should be a problem as such with ai content yes. 
सो दिस प्रॉब्लम आई थिंक इट्स मोस्टली विद इंडियन क्लाइंट्स लाइक यू नो दिस इज ये तो एआई है ये नहीं चलेगा बट इट इज एआई का पता है कि एआई जैसा कुछ है हां यू नो विद मोस्ट ऑफ द यूएस एंड अदर क्लाइंट्स यू नो दे आर हैप्पी दे विल से ओके यूज एआई डू व्हाटएवर बट मेक द आर्टिकल एज आई वांटेड टू बी इट विल कन्वेस इंफॉर्मेशन इफ इट इज हाईली इंफॉर्मेटिव यू नो दे डोंट केयर हाउ यू राइट इट but yes. yeah only the indian clients they'll you know run a ai detection test and it even if one sentence is detected are nahi ye to ai se likha gaya hai refresh it and so they i think need to understand ki what the if the blog is doing what it's supposed to do then it wouldn't matter ki if it's ai hai nahi hai Yeah, yeah, thank you for you know giving the right feedback. <laughs> so that way, even, I like what I feel. But yeah, if the client is specifically asked at the start, you know, we don't need any AI content. Then, as a writer, you should be honest with your work and write yes, it yes. manually. Yes, yes, that is what I also said. That we had given them all the proof. You know, different uh, screenshots as ma- many of the customers ask nowadays. The Grammarly screenshots, though, yeah. then there's AI screenshots. Uh, so we had given them everything, but uh, you know, the last minute and last changes, uh, he has found something. So that things happens. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, um, uh, would you like to share any specific story where you have no, you have added edited the blogs as many as time possible, and at, at the end yeah. you. There are countless. There are countless. So you know, every AI tool has a different algorithm behind it. So it detects different sentences as AI written or human written. So one client will run it on one say AI detection tool. It will be shown as human. But if we check it on other tool, it will be shown as AI. So you never know which tool is the client is using. And only after they run and send us screenshots of that particular tool, they'll be like, "Oh no, this is AI written. We want to humanize it." And so there goes the countless times you have to edit, recheck, edit, recheck, edit, recheck till you know it's yes. human written. Yes, yes. So um, other than the blogs and articles, what are the different uh, forms of contents you write? so mostly it's blogs and articles but recently i started with you know uh, so copywriting so social media uh, copywriting so instagram copies i do for a leading um, hair care brand in india so i'm not supposed to tell which no it is yeah. yeah so this is my uh, so you, you know it's uh, all about upskilling like you can't be uh, you have to upskill in this day and age no matter which profession you are in so exactly. uh, so i'm going to copywriting now and i'm thinking of expanding into you know social media marketing or uh, seo and digital marketing as a whole so uh, have you done any courses or uh, no. for upgradations of yourself or you are just watching like me youtube videos at the great source it's all self taught like you know uh, honestly my full time employment like you know uh, everyone wants to be a freelancer right now but yeah. this is one advice i'll give you know instead of you know directly jumping into the freelance world you know become an intern uh, like or a full time employee learn first learn what yes everyone who thinks that you know uh, they know english they they like, okay i want to be a content writer but it's not about that there are so many things involved in content writing like you know you you need to understand seo what keywords are tonality meta description like there's so much like this was what i i also had good english skills so i thought you know i'll be a content writer it will be easy but when i joined as a full time writer i understood you know there are various nuances to it 
so you know this one advice i'll give you know if you want to be a freelancer content writer first become a full time employee learn get yourself the knowledge of content writing digital marketing seo and everything and after the year two or even five years you know there's no rush you can then you know slowly transition into freelancing correct correct and what uh, what is your take out on the terms internship Uh, so, Nowadays, yeah, there are a lot of opportunities available, but the people are really exploiting. You know, while I'm uh, reading few of the descriptions, the people are really uh, exploiting the persons, or you know, with the some kinds of or a totally free or unpaid uh, internships. So, what is your take on these? Yeah, so even I joined as an intern. So luckily, the digital marketing agency which I joined was very honest and transparent and good work ethics. so i was an intern for just one month they had a internship of one month and a reasonable stipend and they were like if you do good in this internship we'll hire you as a full time so yeah i think when it comes to internship one or three months is okay and that to not unpaid like basically even if you get 5 or 10000 that's good as an intern but unpaid internships are i think uh, unethical wrong in my opinion yes yes exactly because they are asking for so many write ups and that also like you know Uh, many times i had read few of the posts they are asking for a 5000 words in a day 2000 yeah. so it's not possible for a newspaper people also to you know write uh, so many words in yeah. a day by hand so how come they can ask you such a silly questions so yeah so yeah there's two sides of the same coin like you know uh, the employers exploit the freshers candidates and then freshers also you know they don't have experience so even the companies have to put their time resources and money behind it employer to train them and you know in this day and age where people switch jobs in 3 months 6 months so you know it all goes it, it's their thinking that you know it will all go to waste i'll train him but then he'll join another company and work there so what's my benefit from that so it's like you know they should not offer unpaid i think there should be a little uh, salary aspect into it, like say 5000 6000 or 8000 what and that's a fair deal i, I would say as an intern an internship should also last i think maximum for 3 months i think 3 months is a good enough time to teach your employee and even for the employee to learn what the yes. basic yeah yes and um, like uh, if i ask you that you know which are your favorite niches or favorite domains what would be Uh, so my favorite is technology like i am a tech geek i like to you know <laughs> myself update about the new phone the latest computers everything like yeah. everything related to tech so yes, i've been following tech on youtube since like when the first iphone was launched i was you know mesmerized and amazed by the and what kind of device it is so in, since that time i've been following tech and you know with the recent advancements in tech everyone should be like you you can get things done just by speaking to your mobile like imagine this just 10 or 15 years back this no one would have imagined like we had those all feature phones could yes. just barely call someone and now we yeah. can have personal assistant with us we just have to say things to it and it does the work for us right <laughs> yeah that's great and uh, which is the hardest and toughest niche uh, you can you know assume yourself writing for that uh, very yeah uh i must say uh, fashion uh, like <laughs> like i like to keep up with the trends but not that much so you know if so, like current uh, trends that are going on so i can't keep up with that in the fashion world 
so but yeah i do get some blogs to write about you know the yeah. best outfits to wear and everything but it takes it in uh, but for others this might be a easy thing to write on but not yes. for me yes that's a great great so one more questions in line with that uh, like um, as we had discussed the niche is your favorite topics and uh, yeah one more thing uh, like uh, you are not that much active on linkedin so does it impact your overall portfolio or uh, you don't find or uh, need necessity to be active that much yeah so you know this is what i've just realized in the last one or two days that i need to be active on linkedin yeah. the thing is you know my freelancing career with pepper and on upwork you know kicked off so i didn't have the time or didn't feel the need to be that active on linkedin because linkedin is also one of the channels where you find leads yeah. So yes. I already had so many leads. Like I was uh, working with other clients, and I was uh, fully committed. I didn't have the time. But now I think you know, no, I should explore LinkedIn as well. What if I get better clients here? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. just last two or three days, I'm optimizing my LinkedIn profile, uh, and you know, updating status posts. And you might have read uh, like for yes. the network. So yeah, this is what I realized. You know, LinkedIn is. from your paper post only i found you you know very relevant and uh, found interesting to be connected with you yeah uh, that's why yeah and even before that uh, paper post i had not seen you anywhere uh, you know in discussions or not in the comments or section also so that's why i thought ki how can this be happen because you know uh, in or in ways the uh, commentators are also the same and common yeah. so in Yes, so in that conversation you can find anyone, yeah. but with yourself it's a totally new. So yeah, I was lately realized this that LinkedIn <laughs> I should work on my LinkedIn too. But yeah, now I'll consistently post on LinkedIn also. So for me, LinkedIn is you know one of the ways to generate leads and also to help other freelancers like me. Like um, yeah. I know how hard it is to be a freelancer in India, and yeah, now. Exactly. you know uh, like i shouldn't say this uh, like don't take it in the wrong way but now yes. the successful freelancers keep oh i make six figures in a month seven figures in a month and new freelancers they are attracted by it and they are like okay it's very easy to make six figures no it's not yes. you need to yeah they are driven by the money aspect of it but you know it's hard so i wa- i want to be that person who will guide them properly how if they seriously want to do something in freelancing yes, not yes. any courses or nothing yes that's a great so uh, we can one more thing like i had not seen any of the other social media for you too because uh, you know uh, we had a very short conversations and short uh, time intervals to you know know each other so do you uh, um, are matlab uh, you are available on other social medias or you are not focusing on that No, no, not focusing. Like, uh, you know, being a '90s kid, uh, I'm not that into social media. Like, I didn't have social yes. media in my childhood, so I'm not into social media that right. much. Right, 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 right. So, do you like after the LinkedIn realization? Do you think uh, is it necessary for you to be now there in other social medias too? Because nowadays, me, I am seeing that people are omnipresent. yeah it is a common word you know the yeah. people are using that omnipresent so do you think is it required yeah if need be i'll see i'll explore if, uh, but i think yeah pinterest is one of those platforms which i have you know uh, realized that i need to be there as well so i am thinking of uh, working on my pinterest as well and then yeah instagram and facebook also so slowly one at a time yeah 
<laughs> because I'm also like yours. Just uh, LinkedIn say he, uh, you know, I'm getting uh, tired. Tired in terms of yeah. every time it's not possible to, you know, reply to the comments, replying to the messages because you have a pile of uh, work. So from yeah. work you get the time, or from these things you can get the time. Yeah. So and social people... media platforms are endless. There's Twitter also. There's so many, so many platforms. So if you yeah. even dedicate one hour to say like one platform, you're already spending five to six hours. Yes, yes, yes. It's a, it, and it's very difficult, you know, to manage the mindset also. Yeah. Because in Twitter, people are saying different. In LinkedIn, people saying different. Yeah. And Facebook, there's a totally, uh, you know. Yeah. The, I've stopped mindset. using Facebook for like past two or three years. Like I just have my account, but I am not active. Same yeah. way. Same yeah. way. <laughs> yes, yes. And the last thing which I would like to know or uh, would like to, you know, uh, have to our audiences also. Uh, what are the advice you would like to give to the, as you had said also, and you have explained also to, you know, other fellow creators. So what is that few words that, you know, uh, you want to uh, inform to our audience, to the fellow creators that it, it is a must for any freelancer, any content creator. Yeah, just, you know, read, learn more than reading. It's learn, learn, keep learning. Yes, keep learning. That's uh, wonderful. And, uh, you know, to move on the uh, progress, to do uh, ahead of everything, it is a must required. And one more question, last but not the least, like uh, uh, as you are one of the, you know, 1% top uh, rated uh, content creator for a paper content. So what is your next uh, achievement or milestone you are setting for yourself? Uh, I want to start my own, like, you know, digital marketing agency someday. So oh, yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, let me know in that also that I will help with uh, you know podcast creations and other uh, things. Nice. That required. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So thank you so much, Vikran, for joining these conversations, and I'm really grateful to have you today and to you know discuss the vast era and the vast world of this content creator. At presently now, uh, we have discussed the topics of uh, blogs and articles. But uh, in future, if uh, we require your, you know, um, ahead of these uh, conversations in the copywriting field, in the other field that you are exploring nowadays, we would definitely ask you, you know, to contribute more in this line. So, you know, by this manner, we are creating the community that, uh, you know, we can help each other and we can, yeah. be, you know, resourceful to each other. That is the main motto behind yeah. this podcast, right? So thank you so much for joining uh, today and uh, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you Vikrant. Thank Thanks, you. Thank you for uh, listeners, those who have listened to this episode. Um, you are, uh, you know, welcome to uh, listen more episodes through Content Makers Podcast. And uh, to follow Mr. Vikrant Damke's work, you can directly go to the LinkedIn profile and you can, you know, search him with his work and what his dedications towards the contents in uh, blogs and articles. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank and you. Thank, thank you on behalf of Content Makers Podcast too. Thank you for thank joining. You so much. Thank yes. you.